This is an AMI podcast. I'm back. Welcome to Low Vision Moments, the podcast all about those sometimes frustrating, potentially embarrassing, but often pretty comical things that happen when you're just trying to go about your day with a visual impairment, blindness, or albinism. This is episode number 21. I'm your host, Jenny, and listen, I know I'm late. I'm sorry, but life really went off the rails for a while there. I'm okay. Everything's okay. This time around, I thought I might have my first ever repeat guest. And there's nobody besides this person who I'd rather go off the rails with. And frankly, they're often also the reason I'm able to get back on track. Welcome back to the podcast. My husband, love of my life, best friend, guy in the basement. <laughs> Eve, welcome back. Hi. You kind of ruined the magic by saying I'm in a basement, but yeah, hi. <laughs> I had every anticipation of ruining the magic because we need to let the people know it's kind of comical what we've what we've done to record this episode. Let's start things off correctly, though. I should say that it's been about a year since we recorded a podcast episode together. Yeah. Last time we chose the theme Love is Legally Blind great episode and so it's been about a year and I thought it would be nice to have you back and we can kind of have a bit of a year in review together go over as I said in that other episode so many of my low vision moments occur with you because we spend so much of our time together because we enjoy each other's company after all this time you can still I enjoy your company (laughs) Sounds so formal. Yes, I do enjoy your company. Yes, it's quite nice. You know, being with you has brought many uh, days of joy to me. It's pleasurable. It's quite pleasurable indeed. Yes, (laughs) quite. So we've had an interesting year, a year in review. I don't even know where to start, honestly. But before we start, you are in our basement. You're in the basement of our home. Yeah. And I'm up in the home office slash recording studio where I have my sexy new equipment. Still newish, I guess. Um, but last time when we did this, we actually sat together in the home office and I was using a different microphone setup then so we could both use the same mic. Yeah. Not to get too technical, but that's not the setup anymore. We can't do that this time effectively. But just to ruin the magic that much more, let's take it a step further. Last time, do you remember how hot it was? Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. We were sweating, sweating like pigs. You you were shirtless. You had to be. Otherwise, you might not have made it through the recording. I might not have actually made it. Yes. But back then, I still had the big cardboard box sitting on top of my desk. And you and I 
were inside this in the box yeah we were in the box that sat on top of the desk here in the office and to top it off to make things sound as decent as we could with what we had we had a big fuzzy blanket also draped over the box and draped over the backs of us yes a big fuzzy very hot blanket and i do believe it was the summer when we recorded that and it was uh we we had to have some water in there that's for sure eve it was it was the summer it was about exactly a year ago like a year and it a was month. wasn't it yeah so it was like july it was Ugh. hot anyway we're in a different situation now i'm up in the office you are hunkered down in the basement i may or may not be sitting on a toilet <laughs> The, the lid is more than likely closed, but I may or may not be sitting on a toilet. So now that we've set the scene, <laughs> now that we've set the scene, let's jump into this thing. We've had an interesting year. Absolutely. But let's let's backtrack quite a bit. I want to backtrack to get started even a little bit before we recorded the last episode. I didn't talk about this in that episode, I think, because it was still so fresh and I was still kind of dealing with it. Um, and much like many low vision moments, once a year or so passes, once the time passes, it becomes easier to talk about. It was right before my birthday that I had a huge low vision moment, huge depth perception fail i will call it ah yes right okay so you know what i'm getting at yeah we're yeah it was i think uh, i think that was right before your birthday yeah or right right around it at least it, i think it was right before my birthday because we we really couldn't celebrate but you you did as you do you did everything you could to make it special i tried um but <laughs> it it you weren't home i was home alone right yeah I was home all alone. I I think you were away at work, whatever. I was home alone. You were not here. I don't think we had, did we have the dog yet? I don't remember. But anyway, I think we had either just gotten the dog. You were out of the house. I was here alone. And of all the stupid, dangerous, risky shit that I do, you know, I go out and run around obviously with preparation, obviously with orientation and mobility techniques in mind. But I I literally run around the streets with 5 to 10% vision uh, because I'm hooked on running. I do this thing. I play goalball. I go biking. I do, you know, I do some things that have some risk associated with them. One thing I don't associate with risk is bending over to throw something into the gar- into the garbage in my own washroom. We've lived in this home coming on seven years, incredibly. I don't know how that happened, but we've lived here a long time. I know the house. I can move around in the dark. This was broad daylight. I'm in the washroom, and I legitimately was just bending over to throw something in the garbage can and had a complete depth perception fail. We have a really, uh, like, we have, like, a stone countertop in our washroom. It's like some kind of marble. I wouldn't, I don't think it's marble. It's some kind of stone. Um, we're not that fancy, but it's, it's some kind of stone, hard countertop, and it has sharp edges. So uh, you might know what I'm getting at. I, I just, in the second 
yeah. that it takes to bend over to throw something <laughs> in the trash. I gave myself a concussion by hitting my head on the corner of this countertop in our washroom. And I felt so friggin' stupid just because, like, I know where things are in this house. I should have accounted for this. But the counter's black, at least, you know, come on. It's black. It, it's hard to see. It's black, and the floor is, like, a dark color, too, so there isn't yeah. a lot of contrast. Thank you for giving me that. I appreciate that. But yeah. I just felt so friggin' stupid. Like, of all the things that I do in my day, bending over to put something in the garbage. Donk. Donk. Exactly. Donk. Exactly. I bled from my head. I nearly passed out. I quite literally saw stars. I've seen stars in the past, but these were these were the most intense stars I think I saw floating around my head. Yeah. Um I and and it turns out I gave myself a pretty bad concussion. It seems like it. That's what the ho the people at the hospital said. So yeah, gave, it seems like it was mm -hmm. a pretty bad concussion. And honestly, the it 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 really affected me. It um, it it I I'm still recovering from it. There are times when I'm really tired or oh, there's a lot going on, and I'm like, oh wow, I'm back in the first days of of the concussion. I I start yeah. to get the symptoms, so it's still a bit of a um a recovery process. So that was a bit of that was a bit of a slow chunk of time after that. I ended up going to the ER not that long later, the emergency room for a completely different reason, which we won't get into detail. But needless to say, all this is building up to say I gave myself a damn concussion doing something that everyone does every day. Um, and then I had another health emergency that really kind of slowed things down for a few months, May, yeah. June, July, August, really all last summer was pretty slow going. Mm. Last summer, we also, uh, invited our new family member into the home. Yeah. Our boy, Rory. Our boy, Rory. Sorry, go ahead. He's there. our great pooch. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> He's a good boy. We're obsessed with this dog, let's be honest. Yes. Um, I don't know how healthy or normal the level of obsession I have for this dog is, but I think it's pretty healthy. Okay, like, good. you know, we're not he he I don't let him kiss him on kiss me on the mouth at least, you know. That's pretty healthy. Thanks. Thanks. Cause I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I, I know. But, and, and I get it. Like I see, if I was to see someone else do that before I get a dog, I'd be pretty grossed out, but I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's like my kid. Anyway, I digress. We got a dog. So that, that helped the summer go by, uh, I will say, but I think getting a dog presented a lot of new Getting a dog presented a lot of new scenarios and situations and environments where I wouldn't normally find myself before we got a dog. So of course, it, there were a, there was a lot of reinforcement of "Don't forget, bitch, you're blind." <laughs> there were a lot that, of reminders sprinkled throughout the year because that's of not we got something a dog. I've been saying. No, so I, I don't want I don't want people to think that that's how I talk to you. No, you would never say that to me. That's how I 
speak to myself in my head when those things come up. And we had a really good experience, actually, late, late last summer. We went to visit family in New Brunswick. We live in Nova Scotia, and we went to New Brunswick to visit some family. And it was quite successful. Like, we brought the, we brought Rory with us, and he did great in the hotel. Yeah. He did great traveling. He seemed to really enjoy being in the hotel, if anything. I know. Oh, we have some great pictures of him um, all stretched out on the hotel bed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was awesome. But I mean, there were there was a time. Do you remember there was a time, there was a point in that trip when I had to decide, do I go into this long explanation about what I see, what I don't see, my vision, blah, 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 or do I just leave it alone and get on with the party? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, people, we're, we're at a, we're at your, your sister's place and it's out in the, it's it's out in like out the, in the woods, country. essentially, you know, like it's it's out in the country. It's a beautiful place. Uh, and there was a couple other dogs there and everyone was saying, oh, yeah, just let the dog out. Don't worry about it. He, he, he doesn't need to be on leash and everything. And both of us are thinking, no, no, he, he still needs to be on a leash. He's he's less than a year old. And uh, quite frankly, he's, he's still an, an idiot. idiot. Uh well, you know, he's he's better now. Oh no, I mean at the time I, he I was still an a lot idiot. More confident now, but at the time he's uh still a bit of a young dog idiot. Um what 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 are you else you supposed to expect, you know? It's just a it's just a young dog. Um but at the same time, you know, like the highway that's essentially next to the house was uh when a car goes by, it goes by fast. And we we're both thinking, "No, I'm not going to let the dog just run around. He's not used to just running around on an open mm-hmm. plane like this." And I know that I'll lose sight of him pretty quickly. It was starting to get dark and stuff. And uh, I, uh, I, di- I didn't appreciate <laughs> everyone saying, well, you got to you gotta just let him be, you know. Uh, it's like uh, you won't know unless you try. And all I'm thinking is, well, you know, you don't know if a baby is going to cut themselves <laughs> with razor blades unless you give them razor blades. I'm not really sure the mentality of that kind of upbringing, but yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You know, the the general thought is, well, the people that were trying to convince us of this, you know, they were, they're of the mindset that like, oh, you know, dogs like stick together. They, you know, they won't run off if there's other dogs that they can play with and mingle with. But this was not a fenced in area. This and, yeah. and, 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 we chatted about this Iris and I on the episode that we did uh, about getting a dog. It's called Doggy Style. We had a great time. Great episode, by the way. Thank you. Just and, gotta say. And and I mean, but it comes back to I'm gonna lose sight of this dog so quickly because as soon as he's a few feet away, I'm not going to see him. Even and I mentioned this in the in the episode with Iris. Even in our backyard when we first got him. I wouldn't let him off leash alone in our backyard. Our backyard is pretty huge. And when he was tiny, I would so quickly lose sight of him. And, you know, you might hear his collar jingle jangling or whatever, but that's not exact enough. So it at the party, what it came down to was they were trying to pressure us, mainly me, because I'm, I, I, I'm, I don't know, I think I was the one sort of wrangling the dog most of the time. You're the responsible one. We can say it. Trying, trying to be. But they were really trying to yeah. pressure me, like, just let him off leash. 
and you won't know unless you try, blah, blah, blah. And I was really torn, like, I don't really know these people. They're acquaintances. It wasn't my own family trying to say that. It was acquaintances who didn't understand no. that I was visually, that I'm visually impaired. And so I had to, at that time, just, I really just, like, didn't want to exhaust the energy. I just left it at, you know what? He's still young and dumb. His recall's not great yet. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to risk it. And I had to leave it at that. And leave them perhaps with the impression that I'm some, you know, a little more like anal retentive than I am. Do you know what I mean? That I'm a bit more of a control freak, a bit more. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. I think something else about this is that most of the people that were uh, telling us this information or telling us that we should just let it happen mm -hmm. presumably don't pay the uh, medical bills for the dogs that they may have. <laughs> <laughs> I have a funny feeling most of the people that said, oh, no, just let them go, um, don't actually own a dog. Mm -hmm. They may have a dog in their life. They may have a dog with them or whatnot. But in, in the long run, you know, most of the people that were just suggesting this were mm -hmm. of, they were younger. And I just have a funny feeling that they presumably don't deal with medical. Bills. I don't know. I don't know. They were they were on the younger side. You know, they're a little younger than us. But overall, that was a really good trip. You know, and we are not the kind of people. Oh, I'm, we're not the kind I, of people that are great. like, oh, I'm not going to let my dog try that. I'm not going to let my dog experience that. That's certainly not the case. You know, our dog gets to do all kinds of cool mm -hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. He's been out canoeing. He's been, uh, like we said, you know, he's done some traveling, et cetera, et cetera. So. Yeah. All in all, not a bad trip, but that pissed me off a little bit. And and I, I don't like leaving it at people thinking that I'm no fun, but that's their problem, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, honestly, it's, it's, exactly. it's not their dog. Uh, uh, mind your business. That's all I can think. That's all. Just mind your mind business. Your business. This, is, this is my dog. But after that, that was like late, late summer, last summer. And then, and then I yeah. had a brand new experience, brand new. We had a pretty good Halloween this year. We kept it kind of low key. I have a fun picture that uh, I had. A, I have a fun picture I took that night when we did Halloween here. It was just you and I and a friend of ours. <laughs> and the the picture yeah. is like we played this tabletop board game called Zombie Survival. Right. Very fitting for Halloween. Yeah. And in the picture, there's like we had bought a bunch of candy to give out <laughs> to kids. We, we ate, we ate, like ate, ate 75, 80 percent of that candy. <laughs> well, there wasn't a lot of kids. There weren't a lot of kids. You're right. There weren't that many. There wasn't a lot of kids. And you know what? Yeah. I just thought of uh, I just thought of a low vision moment that happened that Halloween. I had a trick or treater come to the door. And they were the kid of someone who I know really, really well. And I've met this kid many, many times. And they're a teenager who didn't dress up. And I didn't recognize them. They had to tell me who they were. They had to tell me who they were. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. Right. When you, you were. Left yeah. The door. You, you didn't go to the door. It was Cameron. <laughs> well, we were kind of taking turns on who who answered the door. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe that. Wait a minute, I know you, <laughs> and you're not even in a costume. Anyway, I digress. But the, I get to try something new that night. 
And I, I, just to start off, I didn't know that you had never done this before. So before you get into this, I just want to say, when you suggested, hey, I carve my own pumpkin, <laughs> I said, yeah, for sure. I'll help out whatever you need. But then, you know, we will make it happen. It'll be fun. So uh, we bought uh, or I bought, I think, three at least three pumpkins. There were more one for me, one for you and one for our friend. And there might have been four. Um, and, uh, you know, me and me and uh, the friend, we uh, our friend, Jeremy, if you're <laughs> listening. Hi. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to, you know, nice, basic pumpkins. The pumpkins uh, you know, your, were your fine. basic kind of triangle eyes oh. and you know the jack-o'-lantern yeah, yeah, yeah. designs were were all nice and <laughs> we're thinking okay you know what it's 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 fun and and you went with something a little bit <laughs> grandiose as far as uh what's his name jack skeleton um, jack yeah. jack skeleton from uh nightmare right, before right. christmas fame and you know we're drawing out the designs on the pumpkins with markers so that we have a, a template of what we're going to do and and then you started having a bit of a hard time. Understatement. Um, Und understatement. Understatement. I think that your pumpkin was still the scariest. Because <laughs> it was so deranged looking. Yeah, well, and like, there was a lot more detail in yours than there was in, in ours. And I think that it really came through, even though it may not have come through as a perfect Jack skeleton, it certainly came through as a really scary pumpkin. I don't think anyone could tell it was a jack skeleton. So let 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 me let me clarify that there certainly are resources and techniques and there, there's information out there for those of us who are low vision or blind for how to carve a pumpkin. You know, whether it's 100% independently or whether it's like someone giving you a hand. I should say that I had no trouble. I had no trouble with the, the thick black marker, right? That's fine. Thick black marker on an orange yeah. pumpkin. Great contrast. No trouble drawing it on there. Easy. My thing. Okay. My thing. I guess. Okay. Growing up, my dad always carved these kick-ass <laughs> pumpkins. And they were super detailed. So I didn't realize how difficult any of that was. I really didn't realize it. And I don't know if it was a visual thing or not, or just a thing of, why didn't anyone friggin' tell me how difficult carving a pumpkin really is? Like, it's hard. Well, yeah, that's why you go with a simple triangle eyes and, and, and big, goofy buck teeth. You people didn't tell me that. You guys didn't tell me anything. You just, like, why didn't any, why didn't one of you say, hey, that looks a little complicated. Maybe you want to... Tone it down a bit, dummy. Because that was your choice. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you you can't do something. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have listened to you anyway. Let's be honest. Isn't this what this, this is what the and whole me podcast Me not listening to people telling me advice. Me, uh, us not, not uh, limiting you. <laughs> you want to try to carve Jack Skeleton into a pumpkin. We're going to make our damnedest to make sure that you carve Jack Skeleton into a pumpkin. But sometimes, sometimes I need some life advice. <laughs> In retrospect, I'm sure we could have maybe guided you to say, listen, like that's uh, those curvy lines are tough to do. 
It was really hard. Circles are difficult to carve. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I ever need to do that shit again. That's one of the things where it's like. I think we'll do it again, but we're definitely going to go with a uh, more uh, constructive design. More rudimentary No, no, not rudimentary. Just uh, a more of a regular style jack-o'-lantern. How about I draw it and then someone else can carve it? Well, it doesn't mean that I'm some expert at carving pumpkins here, you know. I, uh, okay. I think right. we, let's move on from I think the we both, pumpkins. We we both need to understand carving pumpkins <laughs> is difficult. It's really hard. Yeah. So blind and visually impaired people, <laughs> if you're having a hard time, it's not just you. No. It's, it's overall difficult. And I was really like, I had this these this big plan. You know, it was gonna look amazing, but it. It looked janky as shit. It, it, looked, it was terrifying, Jen. It was, it was awful. Great. It was the best pumpkin I've ever seen. Inadvertently scary. Amazing. <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, the rest of the autumn was a little... There was, Not much went on, right? It was pretty, pretty status quo. Like, we had COVID, obviously, still rampant, keeping us inside. For a time, I was actually getting concerned that, like, I would run out of low vision moments because we were on lockdown and just cooped up in the house so much. And, like, it's just the same environment that I know. I was getting concerned that nothing exciting was going to happen that I could report on the podcast. Uh, but that's not the case. I don't think I, that's going to happen. Mm, no, I didn't. I didn't need to be worried. No. We're, we're almost come full circle now we're almost to like present day but i can't forget this past spring i think it was late late spring i don't you know what i don't remember when it was it wasn't that long ago cup within the last couple of months rory the dog and i we were out walking and 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 like the mud had subsided and we were able to sort of go to the more um, like the more wooded type areas in our neighborhood. I shouldn't say woods, but they're like parks with with trails branching off into different directions and things like that. So there's a little bit of nature uh, nestled in our neighborhood that we were able to finally go back to on our walkies because the mud was gone. You know, the spring mud had dried up, etc. And so we're we're going through one of these sort of trail areas and adjacent. Uh, to, to next to us on the trail are are people's backyards. So they're, you know, they're fenced in backyards and there's some some growth coming in. So you can't like it's not you can like you can see clearly into people's backyards. But as we're, we pass by one of these yards on the trail, I sort of glance over. And when I'm walking with Rory, if you're a dog owner, you you probably get it. You're kind of always on the lookout for other dogs, right? Like you might Rory's not reactive, but you need to be aware when there are other dogs around so you can just make sure everything goes well. You're ready in case he pulls. In case he pulls, in case the other dog is reactive, etc. Yeah. Rory likes to meet other dogs. He's not he doesn't he's fairly well behaved, but I'm mostly worried about the other dog. So anyway, I thought I had seen what was a dog in this yard and i just you know i got a glance glimpse of it and rory's kind of paused sniffing a little bit around and my first thought is like wow rory's not even noticing this dog and i don't know why my mind always goes to dogs it's weird 
Um, so I, th- my, I think it is getting weird. It is weird. And it was even before we got a dog. Like I used to think dead bushes were dogs, that big rocks were dogs. And I don't know why. I really don't. It's just the way I'm wired. So, But initially I thought it was a dog. Okay. So I'm like, first of all, Rory's not noticing. It's really weird. He's not even noticing there's another dog over there. Highly unusual. Also, that dog in the yard is like really still. It's not moving at all. (laughs) So I get a few feet closer, right? And I'm like, that's a weird shaped dog. Weird shape. What kind of breed is that? And and I'm I'm there's no one around. I'm by myself. I'm just standing there staring. And sometimes I don't know if other people with low vision do this or partial vision. You just stand there and stare and try to process what you're seeing and you try to figure it out. You try to put the pieces together. You take the clues, you take the memories, you take the information that you have and you try to piece this shit together to try and figure out what it is. Because at this point, it can't be a dog. It's too still. It's a weird shape. I don't know any dog that's shaped like that. And then my mind goes to, this thing is shaped like a fucking llama. Like that's that was my se- secondary thought is, what is this like? Why does this look like a llama? Who's got a llama? It's exactly. I'm like, and then my mind's like, is this legal? Can you have a llama in the city? Why is it so still? What is it doing? So I get closer because I'm like Jenny. You okay? You're you're out of your mind. It's not a llama. You but I needed to know what it was. So I got closer. And I got right up against the fence to this person's backyard. I didn't even care. I was like, you know what? They can come out and yell at me if they want to. I need to know what this is. So they're I went the ones with right, the llama. They're the ones with the llama. Right. How can you not expect people to stare and ogle? Anyway, so I come up to the fence to get a closer look. It's a goddamn bench. It's a bench. It's like the side. It's like the concrete side of a bench. <laughs> So if you if you imagine if you imagine a bench, right, not lengthwise, but like the end, the side of a bench, the concrete side. I felt so stupid. And uh... it was and and I mean <laughs> you have to laugh. I had a really good laugh at myself. And that that's all you can do. And that actually reminds me <laughs> that reminds me in that same damn field, in that same field when there was still snow on the ground. I was out there running through the field with the dog and um, it was really bright. There there was a lot of, there was still a lot of snow on the ground and it was very, very bright. So I wasn't seeing much of where I was going, but hey, it's a big open field. Like I'm going to see if a person's running towards me, I'm going to see enough that I can get out of the way, right? Um, There were actually some kids, uh, there was a family sledding down the hill in this same area and as I was running through there with the dog, but they were a good distance away. I wasn't at any risk of bumping into them. So we're running through the field and I'm still sort of recovering from the concussion at this time. Don't I run square into the goalpost of the <sighs> soccer pitch or soccer field, soccer gold thing. Yeah. Straight into the post. And <laughs> like, so the dog, he's great. The dog stops. He's making sure I'm okay. But I've got my fit over sunglasses on. I've got a winter toque on. So when I ran into this post, everything got all all 
out of place. So my fit over sunglasses are, are up over my glasses. So the sun's coming in and I'm more blind than ever. And I can't get the damn glasses, the sunglasses over my regular glasses again. And my hat's all askew. And I'm on the ground, right? Like I, it knocked me straight on my ass. So I'm on the ground and I'm like, oh my God, all these people saw me run into this post why isn't anyone coming to see if I'm okay? Uh, also, I can't, are my sunglasses broken? I can't get them down onto my, oh my God, it was such a mess. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm making my concussion worse. And then, and that was all within the span of like, I don't know, 30 seconds that all this happened. And so I'm still sitting there on the ground and I'm like, okay, you're fine. None of your glasses are broken. Let's just let's just have a laugh at ourselves and move along. <laughs> oh. And all I can hope is that the people sledding on the hill had a good laugh. I hope they saw it in the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if they saw it. Uh, I wasn't there. <laughs> you no, you weren't, you wouldn't have let me run into the the post. No. I would have at least told you to like you know go left or right a little bit to try to avoid it. Thank you. I know you would have. I know you would have. Anyway, that's it. That's our year. And tomorrow, big day tomorrow. Ooh, I can't wait. We are traveling outside of the Maritimes About time. for the first time in two years. So I will definitely be reporting back, I'm sure, with more low vision moments we'll have, we'll from have a fresh, that trip. Fresh bunch. We were not going to tell anybody where we're going, right? No. no. Let's keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love you. I love you too. Well, there you have it. You're all up to speed on Eve and I's very exciting lives. I thank you again, my lovely husband, for being on another podcast episode. Couldn't do it without you. What have you been up to with your special someone this summer? Have you crossed paths with any llamas or buckets? Think you might be a great guest on the podcast? Well, I'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to podcast at ami.ca or leave a voicemail at 1-866-509-4545. Oh, one more time. That phone number is 1-866-509-4545. Make sure to mention low vision moments in the message, please and thanks. You can also come and follow me on Instagram. I'm there under uberblonde4. That's U-B-E-R-B-L-O-N-D-E and the number four. Thank you so, so much to the technical production team, Marka Flalo and Jacob Shymansky, for ensuring this podcast is not fuzzy like a ZZ Top guitar. I really hope some people get that joke. Thanks to manager at AMI-audio, Andy Frank. Andy, you've got to stop hogging the sake. Thank you for listening. And until next time, was it as good for you as it was for us? Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.